This is Lydia Reports on 77 WABC. Here's Lydia Serrani. Well, crime continues to spiral out of control in New York City, and our legal system does nothing about it. A perfect example of just how crappy things have gotten. Do you know that? Remember that guy that smeared the feces on the woman? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, the guy he in was the subway, arraigned. Uh, East 241st Street uh, in the Bronx. Right. She's a 43-year-old woman. She was sitting there on the platform, the two-train, and a guy just walks up to her, white supremacist, and smeared a bag of poop all over her, made sure to get it all up in her hair. So he was arraigned late last night. The guy has 44 priors on him. Many of those priors were recent violent assaults, and he's been allowed to roam free. So last night, guess what? The Bronx judge, she didn't hold him. The district attorney actually asked for either $5,000 cash or $15,000 bond. And the judge said, listen, I don't have any depositions. I, I can't hold him. Can you believe this? I can't Jeez. hold him. But thank God. Thank God. Brooklyn detectives were there to pick him up for a hate crime. He's a suspect in a hate crime in Brooklyn. And, you, and it makes you wonder, is that because... Mayor Adams, you know, he knows all the cops in Brooklyn. Maybe that was like kind of like the fail safe. Listen, if the judge lets him go free, you better grab him as a suspect for this crime or I don't know. But how could a judge allow somebody to go free? You're just looking, looking for something to give Eric Adams credit for. No, no, because because it it would make Eric Adams look really bad if a guy who smeared poop on somebody and had 44 arrests was allowed to roam free. No, that is is a result of the no-cash bail law. That judge doesn't have the discretion legally to keep that guy. That's what she, he or she is saying. That's what that she ju- said. She that, said she doesn't have it. Yeah, exactly. And, and for- that, that is, her hands are, are tied. You can't blame the judge on this. No, you, you can't. You have to blame Carl Heasty. And, you have to blame Kathy Hochul. And cousins. You have to blame Andrea Stewart Cousins. Right. That's and, right. And, and then, of course, when your guy Eric Adams, who you continue to try to look uh, to try to make look better than he really is, went up <laughs> there and tried to you know do the right thing. They yelled at him, and he meekly, Mr. Armacop, for 20 years, stuck his tail between his legs, shut the door behind him, came back to New York, and did dick. That's the bottom line. So, right. and, and the suspect even yelled at the judge. He got upset. He screamed at her, and he said, why are you guys making me wait so long? He got really combative and belligerent. And, I mean, oh my I, God. These I, how could the DA be... not upcharge him? How could they not remand him? Forget about a fi- even $5,000 bail. He should have been remanded. 44 arrests. Who is this that? Is, is that uh, Lydia? Is that Gonzalez? I don't. Um, no, no. The DA is Grace Phillips. Oh, right. the, that's, um, that's the, right. well. It was right. an assistant DA, an ADA. She, that's who the attorney was. She asked gotcha. for five thousand dollars cash or fifteen thousand dollar bond. But I'm trying to find out who the judge was because the judge could have done something. After, especially, he yelled at her and screamed at her. Couldn't she remanded him for something? Uh, no. I, listen, I don't really don't know the details, but I know uh, her hands were tied because of this law, and she said as much. There's nothing I can do. Listen, these people, 44 arrests. Uh, Mr. Katsimatidis <laughs> talks about, you know, three strikes and you're out. I've talked about it before. Let's make it five. Let's make it ten. These people are beyond hope. I don't care. Don't invoke men- mental illness. I don't want to hear it. Some of these people need to be euthanized. Get them out of here. They, 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 the death penalty. Uh, 15, strikes, 15 strikes and, and you get the death penalty. He's right only 30. This suspect's only 30 oh my years God. old. He's only 30, and on ah, January listen, give 7th, him a chance. He, He's gonna clean himself he punched up. a 53-year-old stranger in the face. That's fine. And then in Midtown on He's February 5th, he's, he's known for attacking random He's people been on through Fe- a lot. He's a black person trying to live in a white society. Give the guy a damn break. 
He's going to clean himself <laughs> up and go to medical school, and people are going to love this guy. Let's give him reparations. Yes, let's give him money and Met tickets and all kinds of good stuff. Broadway shows, whatever he wants. He's had a rough life. He's a black person <laughs> trying to live in America. God damn it. Let's give him a room, know- at, a room in uh, you know, the Pennsylvania Hotel as well because uh, he's probably homeless. Get- so you know who has a tough poor Asian Americans? They're targeted left to right. Four Asian Americans in New York have died alone in, a, in what appears to be hate crime attacks. They are afraid to even walk down the street. They're up now in New York City. Hate crime against yeah. Asians up 367%. Take wow. a listen to New York Congresswoman Grace Meng. She, they had a, 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 I guess, what would you, a, not a protest, but in Chinatown, kind of trying to draw attention to what's going on. And what's, what's annoying to me, this is what's annoying. Why isn't the Asian community just spell it out and say what's really going on? They keep talking about bail reform and hate and trying to blame the police when it's, it's the black community. Why isn't anybody talking about who these they're not white supremacists? Why aren't they calling out Mayor Adams? They, they should and say, come on, we need you to be more tough. Why aren't they calling out the Albany legislators like Stuart Cousins and Carl Hasty? But nobody's saying any of that. But here's Grace Meng. She got very emotional. Take a listen. Our community is mentally and physically exhausted. from being forced to endure this ongoing violence. We are tired, so tired of living in fear. Whether or not they have all been officially categorized as hate crimes or not, the fact is that our community is living in fear as we continue to witness incidents. Yes, and uh, understandably emotional. She should be, but you're right, uh, Lydia. You have to identify the problem if you want to solve it. And this problem, for some reason, I don't know what it is necessarily. I can speculate. Uh, these, all these perpetrators, uh, 99% of them, they're black people. And, and the, who, who started it? Who motivated these people to hate Asians? Maybe it was Al Sharpton back in the 80s when he called for a boycott of the Korean grocery stores. Who knows? Maybe it's the fact that the Asians are filling up these uh, specialized uh, classes in the New York City school system and pissing these pissing people off. Who I mean, look, what it is. It's, it's the same thing with anti-Semitic attacks. The overwhelming percentage of, of black people. So I but, think you look at Jewish people, they're successful. For the most part, we have plenty of losers. But for the most part, they're successful, hardworking people. Same thing with the Asians. And, you know, you get these kids who feel like, oh, the world is against us and the Jews and the Asians, oh, they're so great. Let's go kick some ass. It, it's, it's not a... It's not a, a, a uh, I don't know. A, uh, what's what I'm looking for here? Uh, it's like a bully. They're like they think they're look, easy targets. Right, That's exactly. They're easy targets, and, and, and they're both successful yes. people, the Jews and, and the Asians. There's a lot of envy. A lot of envy. Yes. And, uh, and who, who it's not a coincidence, this, excuse me. Who wrote all about this is a guy named Kenny Zhu, and he, his book was called An Inconvenient Minority. And that's right. what they are. The, 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 you can't claim a victimhood because of uh, whatever reason. When you have the when you have Asians immigrants Asian immigrants coming in, they don't speak the language, they're impoverished, and yet they succeed wildly. Because why? Because they have an intact nuclear family, they have a great great work ethic. They're not distracted by uh, you know cultural and uh, entertainment and all this nonsense encouraging them to smoke weed and shake their booties and all that right, stuff. Right. And that this is this is the reason why. Uh, it's a larger problem. You even have the same thing in, in Harvard. There's an ongoing lawsuit right now. These Ivy League schools discriminate against the Asians. There's too many Asians, too many Asians. Uh, so this is a large problem uh, that has some deep roots. 
And again, Lydia, you're right. You have to identify it, identify who the perps are, that the attackers are. It ain't because Donald Trump called it the China virus, all right? No, they want you to believe this that's the case. has been going on long before yes, Donald Trump. Exactly. Okay? They want you to believe that's let's, the let's case. Be, yeah. Let's be honest. So you think let's that the, the two stories that we covered this morning, which were great, you're always great, Lydia, are both more important than Kevin Hunter suing NBC over firing. He's calling it a wrongful termination of his ex-wife, Wendy Williams. Well, things <laughs> did go did, they did go downhill after she got divorced because he was her manager. And if she was legitimately out sick, I bet they they have a case. I guarantee you she's going to get a lot of money out of this. She'll probably get another show. And I, I'm sure. I'm sure. he was. He's a smart guy. I no, mean, he is a smart know? guy. He's a smart guy. And, she did, and the show did take off when, when they were married and he was kind of overseeing things. But I would ask you, Bernie, I mean, for months and months, I don't know what was happening on a daily basis, how much they were in contact, NBC with Wendy. Wendy seemed to be missing in action for a while. She popped up in Miami a couple of weeks ago. They said she looks better. Then we thought she's coming back. But uh, you think she's got a case here? Burn? I think uh, I, if she has a know. legitimate mental, I'm sorry, physical or mental reasoning behind it, she could, I think. No? What do you think? I'm sorry, Bernie. I, I, I just I don't know enough about it. All, all I know is I feel bad for her. Yeah. She does have these problems. How are you doing? <laughs> but she, she's a great talent. She really is, and it's it's sad. I don't know what legal... Uh, you know what legal case she she has uh, for suing? I really, I just don't, I just don't know enough to comment on. Yeah, to be quite either honest. Either do I? I don't either. Because well, she, she, well like you I know said, what? She, Sherry listen. Shepherd is no prize. No, she's you terrible. know she she like she was married to that guy. She was married her last husband. Then she they got a surrogate and they had a baby. And while the lady was pregnant, she decided to say uh, that's not my kid anymore. That's right. And the kid was born at the hospital. She's still paying child support. The woman is. I'm sorry. Like, she's no prize. I don't even know how she is allowed to – anybody loves her. She, who, who abandons a child? Who does that? Who does that? Uh, Larry well, King. Well, listen, uh, you know, they, they can be <laughs> albatross around your neck, these kids. You know, you want to live your life. And uh, they, they, they want Cheerios in the morning. And you're trying to sleep. Yeah. Bernie's I mean, got come a good on. Point. Who needs yeah. that? Olivia's always had is an excellent, excellent job. Thank you so much. So tonight, 5 o'clock, Cats at Night, John Katzmatidis. You will hear news you will never hear anywhere else. We got the biggest newsmakers. Yesterday, we had General David Petraeus, who, because of him, I didn't sleep last night because I specifically asked him the questions. Do you think we're on the brink of a nuclear war? Because President Biden said, no, no, no. Don't, we have nothing to worry about. And Petraeus said, maybe. And he also kind Oof. of, he, yeah, he said maybe. And he, he also said that, like, Listen, Putin is now a rat in a corner, you know, and we got to be really careful. Like, you want to be tough and you want to be, yeah, let's do this to him. He said, but that guy is also inches away from the a button for nuclear weapons. They have the right. largest nuclear arsenal in the world. Like, we have to tread Six lightly. Thou- exactly. 6,000 missiles. And, yeah, you're right. He's desperate. He's, he's like a cornered rat. And uh, so you're right. Tread lightly and stop with the, uh, you know, the tough guy talk, let's think carefully. We, we don't want to engage in appeasement, but let's not be crazy with this bravado. I mean, let's think reasonably and, uh, you know, hope, hope for the best. Hope for the best. So Cats at Night, 5 o'clock. I said along John Katzmatidis. We always have the best hosts in studio on the line. Don't want to miss it. All right, Lydia Serrano, thank you very much. We love Lydia. 
This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 